0: We've got a jam packed episode of news, news, news on this week's episode of Friend Code. Welcome, everyone, to a new episode of Friend Code. I'm Michael Damiani, your host, and I'm joined today by two new guests, first time appearances on Friend Code. We got Ian Hank. Hi. And Brandon Jones. Hi. I've just about had everyone of the EZA crew on here. Just going to get Dawn on here. get to find a fun day when Dawn's available. We'll have everyone on the crew on Friend Code. That's one of my goals. Nice. Um, a little bit of uh, housekeeping real quick before we get into the discussions. Um, there is no Dear Nintendo and there's no Last Call segment this week. Because as you'll see, there is a lot to talk about. Great. And we always shoot for an hour long. This is probably going to go a little bit over. So didn't want to really try not to break that rule. And, uh, I saw all the feedback for the last episode, um, seemed like everyone wanted me to include the Q&A with the video, so I apologize for that, I thought it was just gonna bog it down, but if we ever do that again, it will definitely be multiple people talking about uh, a single game, if you didn't pay see what it was, it was like a focus on Super Mario 64, meant to have multiple people discussing, like, the game and mm-hmm. its merits and how good it was, but, um, if it's ever going to be like a one off like that again, it probably will not be friend code. It'll probably be something else. That was, oh. that was the the pretty clear mandate. Is like people did want more of that. Just if you're going to make it a short, produced video like that, that's not friend code. Let's call it something else. So, message heard loud and clear. So, thank you for all that nice feedback. Let's dive into it. Uh, let's start off with uh, some events that recently happened. Let's start off with San Diego Comic Con, which uh, just ended this past week. Brandon Jones and I got to head down. And uh, check out some of the, the cool stuff down there. Um, and I believe this was the first time Bren got to get hands-on time. Right. With Super Mario Odyssey, which was at Nintendo's booth at mm. Comic-Con. And we all shared all of our thoughts back at E3. Brennan Jones... How does it feel to have played Super Mario Odyssey? Uh, it feels good.
1: It, I, I don't know what a, what kind of a revelation it is to walk away from a Mario game saying that it controls well. It's just kind of <laughs> like, yeah, you know. Okay. Yeah. Um, the thing that was interesting for me was uh, that I, you had to play with the Joy-Con separated from the controller. So when you mm-hmm. walk up to the station, they just had the blue and red I was like, oh, okay, like like maybe it'd be nice to play with the pro controller, or, or you know, I'm just like used to playing, um, you know, with the controller like intact, and like I don't, I, I I like, I think it sells well when you do the ad for the Switch, you see people like, you know, going independent, you know, they just like put the stand up and the guys in mm-hmm. the plane like playing Skyrim, and uh, I like to, I like them all, all, my buttons to kind of be secured in one space. Um, but that's the way it was, and so I had to play it that way and like didn't have any difficulty. Like We talked a little bit before about it's a little awkward moving the camera yes. on a thing that can also move independently, and that's not affecting the camera. But uh, Amanda, uh, my wife, played with me really quick, and I got into the city level, and she did the desert level. And she actually enjoyed the motion controls because she was experimenting a lot with what they were doing. And I, uh, the one move that I wish I could do was the uh, circle like, spins, so you, like, take the hat, and it spins in a, uh, uh, the radius around you, and, um, couldn't figure out how to do that, but I guess that's, like, you, like, either move both of them or move one of
0: the...
2: Wait, that game has motion controls? Yes. yes. I did not know that.
0: There you go. Well, that's uh, scary to me. they I think they are all entirely optional. I think that one move, though, the making a hat go around a circle, even with the pro controller... You do have to shake it like that. Okay. But that move didn't seem necessary for anything I saw in either of the two levels. So Yeah. It, it does offer it. But it seems like you can do whatever. I just you want to be a hot shot. Yeah. I think there was like yeah, one yeah. there was like
1: one area where I went in and I was you know, in the middle of a circle of cones that I could knock out. And so I was like, Oh, this would be a perfect opportunity mm-hmm. to do that thing I saw in the trailer. How does he do that? Um, but Yet did not have any. There was no issue where I was like, "I want to jump on that thing. I want to get up there." Grrr, the controls aren't letting me. Like, it was very intuitive. Um, I think they did a good job of showing off a lot of the cool things that you could do in the gameplay trailers that they've shown so far. And so I immediately was like, "I know I can whip my hat on that. I know I can take over that thing." And loved the vibe. Had to put a band together for uh, uh, for the for the uh, a party in the city, and and couldn't find the last band member. I, I got time got cut off before I was able to to finish up the whole area, um, but. Maybe it was like a little smaller than I first thought, you know, New Dock City would be, but I wonder if we maybe get other
0: versions of New Dock City. Like, I, I don't know if there's, if, if like time of day passes yeah. while you're in the area. I don't know if it happens when you're in the area, but they're definitely different. There's day and night in yeah. the game, and different areas are seem to be available that we didn't see in uh, the playable demo that were in the trailer. Uh, like, there's a boss battle at night on one of the skyscrapers, that like warm looking thing where you got to turn into, like, tank Mario or whatever and fire the, the things at that. And, and Bowser's challenging you, obviously, in one shot.
1: You know, he's got yeah. Peach. And, and so, yeah, I wonder if that's, like, if we're if we're meant to leave the city and then go back later, like, after having acquired a different ability or... Well, the city's a hub, right, that leads yeah. to
0: other le- levels? or mm-hmm. Apparently it's, it's its its own world. It's oh, okay. not the hub area, is oh, okay. what they were saying. Um, I'm kind of surprised... I would kind of be interested to know your thoughts if you did get to try out the the desert level because that is more of an open environment. That Mm -hmm. seemed way, like, had a bigger size to it. I I felt like I was able to go off in more directions and explore when I was able to play that one versus New Donk, which, I mean, it was fun to go around and check out things, but it felt... A little bit like more tighter packed, more condensed than the the desert level for sure. D- does the city have a vendor to sell outfits? Yes, because Amanda found the
1: vendor in the desert level, and I never, it, I never found the one in the city.
0: Trying to remember which building it was in, but I believe each area will have one. I think each area's one introduces like I'm going to assume it introduces like one or multiple new outfits. But yeah, I was in one of the rooms because I think Kyle found like a secret room as well. Like when looking for that, but. Yeah, there, there was a lot. Definitely, you cannot do it. The, the time that they give you cannot see everything, so that right. that's more proof that like they, they are decent sized environments. Um, uh, it sounds like you didn't actually get a chance to try it at E3, then Ian, because you're asking about like the controls. Yeah, and Yeah, I didn't. I haven't um, played it. I mean, from the stuff you've seen about it, does it the Super Mario Odyssey look more intriguing to you than some of the more recent 3D Mario games? Or is oh, it yeah, like, okay.
2: Absolutely, it looks it looks like a return to like Sunshine or obviously 64 more than World or the other ones, the 3D ones, the Wii one. I mean, oh yeah, so, yeah. the 3D World or Galaxy Land?
0: Galaxy Two and 3D World, 3D, 3D Land was on 3 ds Land was on 3DS, yeah. Because technically, 3D Mario.
2: I love Galaxy and I didn't yeah. love World. I think Cause okay. the one that I I don't like it with uh, multiplayer, the co-op stuff. I, okay, I
0: did not like. There's yeah there is a sort of co- there is a co-op feature in this one but it's not like two characters it's more like the galaxy thing with well, uh, someone controls the someone hat. controls the hat yeah yeah pretty much which looked kind of kind of amusing when when they showed it off on the treehouse back at e3
2: is that the is that the game that the infamous girlfriend mode was said about galaxy one where was it like some oh. kind of like throwaway co-op mode is that the mm-hmm. game that originated that phrase
0: wasn't it? I don't know if it was that or. Wasn't it? Uh, I don't remember. Jaffe, he said that. It might have been. I for, yeah, this is the, it was not long ago, but I don't yeah. want to quote wrong. Thing yeah, I either. don't remember either. Um, but going back to, to, to Comic Con, so it was as you might have guessed, from what Brandon and I said about it. It was the same build as E3, same few yeah. worlds. There was nothing new about it. I just um, I didn't
1: even make an attempt at E3 to go yeah. over there. Yeah. And yeah. check Neither it, out. I was I like, like, nope
0: defer that opportunity to other people good yeah good point um while there was a line to play this game um Mm. it was uh, it was about like 20-ish minute wait at max when it was probably at its worst maybe 30 minutes nowhere near the lines at e3 obviously yeah it was like six or seven hours yeah everyone else at comic con was fighting to get to every other thing possible so it was kind of like nice and if you got there within like the first if you when show floor opened And he eventually got in. If you just went over to the Mario booth like I did on Saturday, I walked right up and was able to play it. Like, after an hour, a line started to, like, Mm. get decently sized. But if that's all he wanted to try out and went there, like, it was pretty easy to play. They had a person at every
1: single station
0: all along the row. Uh. Yeah, it was basically, like, one row with TVs on each side. And it was about, like, I think it was, like, 10 on each. So it was about 20 stations. Um, And that was literally their whole booth was just Mario Odyssey. Yeah. but that wasn't all uh, Nintendo had at Comic-Con real quick. Every year for like a good... I forget when they started it. It was like in the last few years. They started uh, doing a, a gaming lounge over at the Marriott. And for those of you who aren't familiar with Comic-Con, where um, you didn't catch the, the stream I did, I tried to stream the show floor and show everything. But basically, the <laughs> San Diego Convention Center is just like long... Very, like, wide convention center, and on each side is basically two hotels. There's a Hilton that's across the street on one side, and then there's the Marriott, which is, like, smack dab on the other side of it. And in that Marriott Hotel is where Nintendo, for the last few years, has done their gaming lounge. Mm-hmm. Now, for the past few years, it is, uh, even this year as well, it's been open to anyone, even if you don't have a Comic-Con badge, which is great. So, if you if you have a hard time getting a badge... There's other activities to do down in downtown San Diego. This was one of them, so it's a really big draw. Is it free? Yeah, it's free oh, wow. as well. Now, here's the, the 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 word going around is that the fire marshal, which you know they, they're always cracking down on San Diego Comic Con, <laughs> yeah. cracked down on Nintendo this year and said like, listen, that room's capacity, you've been over it for the last few years. Like, we can't have this anymore. So you have to have a, you have to. We need you to enforce it. Otherwise, we're shutting you down. Uh, okay. So. That was the word that was going around that everyone was saying in the lines and everything. That's why Nintendo was enforcing line. That room used to be pretty crowded, but there was like never really a wait to get in there. You just like walked in and you just had to wait in a line like maybe ten deep was the longest line was any station. This year, there was a massive winding line in the room preceding the the kind of like the mini exhibit hall area. It's a ballroom uh, where they had the actual stations, and then to get into that waiting room area. There was, like, it would always say, line, like, capacity reach or Q cap right, for the day. Right. So they would close it off around, like, 4 or 4.30 every day was what I was told. Like, the Saturday we were there, like, after our meet and greet, people tried to go down and in line. They came right back up and said, oh, they closed it down, even though it's got, oh, like, bummer. a few more hours open. Uh, so basically, there was a line to get into this year, which, yeah. which, which kind of I, I did
1: like the Grandpa Simpson move yeah. where he like walks into the the club that Bart's there and he just mm-hmm. like like grabs the hat and it goes right back out right the door. Because I was like, oh, uh, one thing on my list was to check out Skyrim on Switch. You're like, <laughs> I can imagine what it's like, but I was right. like, oh, I actually kind of want to check that out. Maybe try out the motion controls and stuff. And it was like, and let me, nope, not doing that. Okay, nope. right yeah, back out the door it was a uh, never look
0: back. One interesting thing, I don't know if you can kind of see all Jones real quick. Uh, the, the this year they. They mailed ahead, mailed badges in advance for Correct. some people at Comic Con. So I got mine in advance. I got a mm-hmm. press badge. Uh, I did not know that orange little s- ribbon thing or the sticky part was actually an integral part of your badge. Apparently, it oh, wasn't needed to I get. Never, I never put was it on. Not I was... Needed, It was not needed to get into Comic Con. Right. Uh, but to like prove you were press, even though my badge said press all over it oh. twice. I was asked where that orange sticker thing was. Oh, I one, never got asked. For one, that. yeah, okay. one was for the thing. One was for the Nintendo Lounge. I asked him, can I just go in and look around? He goes, I'm um, pressed. He goes, where's your orange sticker? I'm like, you mean that thing okay. that like every other convention that's usually like a merit award type thing? Like every other anime ca- anime convention I've ever been to, these little like colored ribbon things you can like stick on the back of your oh, badge yeah, yeah. and yeah. they like extend down like, oh, you were like the best so-and-so cosplay. Yeah, it's like first or, place at the book fair. Yeah, right, right. something like, like that. that you know, like the, oh, like, the little yeah, ribbon. Yeah, yeah. That's all they were. <laughs> this was like important. Like it, it was part of the verification or proof that you were a press member with your so is badge. that supposed to just poke out the bottom there, like on the? the badge, is it different
2: than the E3 one, where it's
1: like it, it just had yeah. a little tiny piece of tape on it? And I'm oh. like, I'm gonna lose It was, that it was thing. just weird.
0: It was a weird situation. So I just, just kept t- it
1: in the, the in the back there. Eventually, I got right. a hold of I someone it.
0: there who was like, you, "You don't want to play games; just want to walk around." I'm like, yes, I just want to walk around there, and check it out. Um, so I get to see inside. It was nothing special. I mean, was, majority of it was older games. Games already were out. I had the new Poken Tournament DX, which was playable. Uh, I didn't see it there, and I missed it. I didn't pay attention, but Rabbids was playable there. Ooh. But I'm assuming it was the same as the E3 build. So that would be my only regret, is I didn't realize Rabbids was there. Mm. I didn't see it when I walked around in there. And uh, that I actually would have liked to have gotten hands-on time with that. But, which is crazy, they weren't advertising yeah. it. Like You
1: looked at the posters, and it was Splatoon, mm-hmm. ARMS, and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe.
0: They were pushing those tournaments they were doing there, but... Um, Well, they didn't even let you play Odyssey in there? No, Odyssey was only at the the booth and the show with a badge because that would have been like a – How crowded it was, it would have been even worse. So I think that was smart of them. But a little disappointing to see how how it's turned out. I mean, I guess they have to start enforcing the rules. But maybe they'll pick a bigger venue next year because there's clearly – more space to you know to fill up in there, and there's you know they don't need to have a line like that, you know. The desire. Well, it's, it's, and- yeah,
1: it's weird because it's like there's no there's no way they're gonna enforce capacity on the actual convention center. Like I've you know like. Last year, when I went into the Nintendo Lounge, I was never like I might die right here. Whereas, oh, like yeah. I've thought that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like walking the floor yeah. of the like convention center, where I'm like, wow, if somebody just pushed that guy over there and everybody dominoed right into yeah. me, like I'd be in trouble. Comic
2: Con is overwhelming,
1: and so that's it's it's weird to wait in a line to get in a room to wait in more lines. Yeah, um, especially if yeah, there's not there's not a lot there that uh, uh, that you'll miss out on if um, if you're pressed like us. You know, it's like yeah, definitely for people that like oh, I didn't feel like playing Splatoon, but
0: maybe I'll go check it out. But different, yeah, different than last year. It was a, uh, it was fun. Um, I'll say that it was interesting <laughs> to go back after so many years. A little, a little bit tired afterwards. <laughs> uh, there was a, there was another event a week before Comic Con. Uh, since the last record, uh, last episode of Friend Code went out, uh, a little fighting game tournament called Evo happened, and uh, two Nintendo games were featured in the tournament this year: uh, Super Smash Brothers Melee. Um, Still running strong at Evo. And uh, as it's called, Smash 4, Super Smash 4, for Wii U. Uh, Melee, which is usually one of the biggest draws and one of the most watched games, You, uh, f- especially for the last two or so years, uh, usually is featured on Sunday, which is like the big finals day. All the big games have their finals a day. If you're a smaller game, your finals are maybe Friday night or Saturday night. Like, they kind of rush you through that. Melee got bumped to Saturday night this year in oh. favor of Smash Brothers for Wii U taking its place on Sunday. So the Smash Melee finals were, were Saturday. This has been known. This was known before the tournament. They made this announcement earlier this year. Seemed to go over a lot of people's heads because when they reconfirmed the schedule a week before Evo happened, there seemed to be a little bit of like, "Wait, what? Why is Melee being pushed out?" It's like it beats out all the other games and viewership and stuff. Um, so Melee moving to Saturday. Uh, it it still did pretty well, but it ended up being like the fifth or sixth most fifth most viewed uh, tournament of the weekend. So it did have did have an effect on it. Um, but it was normally a good, it's first. Normally it was like it, one year it was like the number one like most viewed. Okay. I think the year it came back uh, when they brought Smash Brothers back for that Sunday, it like beat everyone out. I believe okay. last year it had really good numbers as well. Um, I, I, I don't think either of you. It's okay. It, I don't think either of you really follow like the, the scene very much. But like the the usual suspects were in the the top eight for for melee at least. Maybe for some good matches. Um, it was good to watch. So very entertaining there. Um, but it was pretty much played as expected. The person who's expected to win, one and all, a player named Armada, uh, uh beat uh Mango. And uh, they're like the polar opposites. Cool other names, mango. by the not, way. Not our, not our, mango. No, not our mango. Um, <laughs> uh, no, um, and uh, the two other like last last year's winner, uh, Hungry Box, uh, made it there too. And a player named Mewtwo King, I love that name, by the way, also made it into top eight. So that that was pretty much as expected. Uh, but Armada took it pretty convincingly, which is cool. But I want to talk more about Smash Bros for Wii U. Um, in taking Sunday's spot. Uh, so for those who don't follow Smash Force fighting game scene, there's a player named Zero who's like universally agreed to be like the best player. Like super dominant, like always wins, barely loses. Uh, mains is Diddy Kong. And a lot of people view Diddy Kong as super cheap. Um, <laughs> so in the top eight, two things happened in the top eight that I personally found super gratifying because ever since these things were announced for Smash Brothers for Wii U, I had this dream it was the DLC characters of Bayonetta and Cloud. It's like, I just dream of the day when there's a Cloud versus Bayonetta grand finals at Evo. And everyone has to watch this on stream. So it wasn't quite grand finals, it was loser semi-finals, which is like two matches or two or three matches before like the, the final like championship. Yeah. Which was being broadcasted on cable on Disney XD. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> Play, a fighter named Salem versus a fighter named Tweak. One of them, uh, Salem, mains or played as Bayonetta, and Tweak played as Cloud. So if you're watching, there's a photo on Disney of someone at a bar with Disney XD on, and Cloud is fighting Bayonetta at a bar. <laughs> I was like, yes, <laughs> we want, what a time to be alive. <laughs> I had see Cloud fight Bayonetta on cable television. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, Salem won with uh, Bayonetta. Okay. Uh, took it all, which is kind of nice to see something someone different win for once. but uh, it was a I would say it was like a good showing. Uh, it was nice. Um, there I think the thing is everyone else, every other company that came there had like major announcements for their games or upcoming fighting games, like new character reveals, new updates. Whereas is like, hey, cool, thanks for thanks for being here, everyone. Oh, please go play uh PokeN D- tournament DX and uh, Arms Splatoon. Yeah. It's like, no, nah, they're always like a little a little bit weird. I mean, they, they they do throw some backing behind it, but like they don't fully embrace it. It seems like with, with all the other companies, so it's just basically another year where Smash is there, does does okay, but it's always like a little bit like of an odd person at the party there, where like. People, the fighting community is like, yeah, there's fighting games, and there's Smash. Smash is part of us, but like, it's its own unique thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's because of the gameplay and stuff of it, but like, just how company the Nintendo treats it and stuff. So, uh, yeah, it, it was nice, to, nice to see, I guess. But like, important thing to take away is that like, it's kind of a changing of the guard, and that there, Nintendo seems to want melee to kind of be pushed aside, mm-hmm. and wants the like the new game Smash Bros. Wii to be the one pushed harder they want their newer games to be pushed so
2: do you think nintendo was behind that
0: Did oh yeah that? nintendo oh, was okay. probably 100 behind telling them like you need to w- bump w- this w- this is one of our requests is that you yeah. bump these around so it'll be interesting to see how the community reacts to that if that if nintendo keeps you know pushing that harder and harder especially in other tournaments to see like the how the melee side of the community reacts i mean they're two separate communities but seeing how the melee community reacts to like maybe nintendo kind of being like your time's over. Like, mm-hmm. this is an old game. We're not supporting it anymore. We're not giving you an HD remake of this. Stop talking about it. We have new Smash Brothers. This is our focus. So you think the lower viewership was just
1: because of the rescheduling and not because people are Oh, yeah. I think it was it. because
0: of the rescheduling. I think if it had the slot that Smash Brothers 4 had, which was right before Street Fighter Five, which was the final event, the main event, it would have had... I think it would have done better numbers than it did on Saturday night. I think it would have done better than... So, Smash Brothers for Wii U did just over 140,000 viewers on its Sunday night, sle- which, Sunday night slot, which made it the third most viewed uh, tournament. It was Street Fighter Five was number one, Tekken 7 was number two, then Smash Brothers was number three. Hmm. So, Smash Brothers for Wii U. But I think if the Melee and Smash Brothers Wii U had switched places, Melee might have been higher than, than that. So I think Nintendo knows that unless something's forcibly done, mm-hmm. it, it's melee is going to continue to keep being you know popular. So they're kind of like, hey, we need to step in and do something about this. Like Smash Brothers Wii has proven that it is the com- the competitive gaming scene will embrace it, that they do like it, and it, it has found a better hold there than the previous one, Brawl. Brawl kind of got like dismissed, almost had right. one Evo oh, showing, yeah. and it was just like goodbye. Yeah. Like yeah, you yeah, are yeah, not yeah. no. Tripping? What is this? No, get out of here. So, it's interesting to see like Nintendo kind of like dictate that, but it's, it's not unheard of. Yeah. Like, Capcom, th- everyone's referring to this year as the last time Marvel 3 is going to be at a major tournament, like Evo, because Infinite's coming out later sure. this year. Infinite's going to replace it, but like, the difference is, um, Melee's just this odd case that, like, it just endured for all these years, where every other older version of a fighting game, whether it's in Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, no matter what series it's in, eventually gets pushed Uh, You know, to the side, for the newer entry, and at least resisted for that long. So, uh, always an interesting case to see that. But Can you play Melee with a stick? Like, does anybody do that, or is is everybody on... Sure you can, but everyone, most everyone plays a GameCube controller. There's even way more in-depth stuff about, you need, like, a specific type of controller that has, like, a a defect with it. Like, uh, that player Armada actually refused to participate in a tournament, it, or had to back out and refuse to participate, but backed out. He was unable to secure the controller he needed with that that that, that defect oh. that allowed him to do an, a, an ability in that game or Dude. maneuver. And everyone was like, "What?" <laughs> they're really hard because they aren't making as many new GameCube controllers anymore. Sure. So it's really hard to find. New replacements when your one get, when your existing one gets worn out that so, are broken. There's right another way. example of yeah melee, that are like,
2: broken in the right way. That's yeah, very it's, weird.
0: Melee is weird in that like I don't think majority of the stuff in that game that makes it competitive was ever intended by Sakurai and the creators. It's like just happened. That that's how it is because that game was an era before you patch games. None of that stuff ever got patched, like right. I fear if they ever made an HD remake, right. half that stuff would be patched out, and everyone would just complain about it. Yeah. So I think Nintendo's just never going to touch that. I think that's yeah. why there's never an HD Melee remake. They're coming. like, this game was a beautiful accident. They're like, sorry, we're not. <laughs> we don't want to touch that. But that that was Evo. I just want to give a shout out to Evo for happening, since it happened like right after the last episode, so it just kind of fell through the cracks. But let's uh, get some 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 actual news now. First up. Nintendo recently launched, just ahead of Splatoon, the Nintendo Online app. Yes. For smartphones, which yeah. is required for a lot of the on some of the online features for Switch games, including voice chat. <laughs> and uh, Splatoon, first one of the big games coming out recently, that would make very good use of voice chat. Um, things didn't go so smoothly for that uh, for that online app. So. Let me explain it for our viewers who just ignored it or have heard about it and don't fully know what's up with it. Um, so, it actually launched right before Splatoon 2 without full functionality. Actually, it was is, the whole thing was under maintenance uh, in advance of Splatoon 2. So, like, most of the features were just, like, inactive until maintenance was completed. Uh, the app is the only way to use voice chat with friends while using the Switch um, or playing Switch games. Now, it's official. I obviously, you can use other third-party voice tools like Discord, Mumble, TeamSpeak, whatever you, yeah. your heart's desire. But this is what Nintendo is pushing as like their official support for it. And it's obviously tied to in-game functions as well, more than any of those other apps could do. Voice chat will only work in that app as long as the app is active and open nice. on your smartphone. Which means... If you try and switch to another app, like saying you want to go to a browser to look up like a strategy or a YouTube video on Splatoon Two, or someone texts you, Or while someone you're texts game. And you, want to answer your text. <laughs> so long, voice chat session. You are disconnected. What if the phone falls asleep? Oh yeah, the phone has to be unlocked and the screen has to be on. Otherwise, the screen goes off or your phone goes into lock mode. Sorry, goodbye, voice chat. It's oh my over. God, it's uh, <laughs> over. <laughs> That's insane. Um, there's also no game audio coming from the app so if you want to use a headset right now you either pick voice chat through the headset or vo- or the game audio through the switch now uh some third-party uh vendors like Hori offer a workaround dongle for that where you can connect both audios to its one device and then plug a headset into that but just kind of illustrates the whole point of how ridiculous this approach is so what, this everything that was said here, what does it say to you two about Nintendo and their approach to online with the Switch? Well, the funny thing is, is like
1: people, like the the hilarious meme is like taking a picture of old cables and being like, finally got my voice chat set up, you know, yeah. or like I saw someone like plug their like Game Boy Advance into it and like, it like <laughs> two 3DSs stacked on top of each other. And they're like, all right, I'm ready to go. And then someone actually put a picture of the real thing. And I couldn't tell. Like I was like, is this also a joke? Right. Or is this actually the real they I kind of looked at it like, phone to head... No, I think that's it. I think that's actually what it looks like. But I couldn't tell right away. Is this a farce of the actual way that you plug this in? Um, yeah, it just... I mean, it. it uh, one of the reasons I'm happy to have avoided friend code until now is, like, criticizing Nintendo is just pointless. Like, they're just going to do whatever they want. Yeah, they're not going to listen. And it, it seems to me, this, this generation, probably more than any other, that, like, they really... Crossed everything off the list that wasn't absolutely necessary. So like I got to think that like there that there it just would have you know costed more just to 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 have the app work outside when you click on other apps. You know to like build in something into the switch to, to build in a a port into the Pro controller that I can just plug a headset into and it works that way. Um, and they're just trying to save money wherever they can. And we joke about it, but like I, I don't know if it's really gonna affect sales negatively. Like I, I mean, I don't. I wouldn't necessarily need voice chat when playing Splatoon. Like that wouldn't be the end of the world for me. Oh, sales of the game to yeah. not have it. I but mean,
2: I think no one's gonna use this app. Not many why people, would you? Yeah. Like, what does it does it offer any benefit in game over just using Discord or Skype or you something? Buy
0: Splatoon outfits in the app, right? Yeah, it has the app does more than just voice chat. It has more right. it like unlocks other in game features through it. Um, so for
2: that, you might download this thing, but
0: yeah, and it's it's gonna be more than obviously Splatoon. It, it's this is supposed to be an integral part of online experience with upcoming, currently released and upcoming games, and it's also gonna become more of a bigger deal when Nintendo's online s- service goes paid. Imagine right, if you were right. paying to have to be able to use this feature. Right now, it's free. Yeah. Eventually, it's going to be to play online. It's going to cost money. Yeah. So and then we're going to say, "See you later." Yeah. <laughs> um. I to me, this more. This feels more like Nintendo saying we're doing the bare minimum. Yes, people. Some people want voice chat when they're playing comp- online competitively, like doing a squad-based game. They need to have voice chat. They they want to do that. But this is all we're giving you. You right. know, we, we don't want... It could be, like, as you said, Jones, maybe it's money, but it's also maybe, like, we really don't want people using voice chat because whether they want, like, a safe environment, kid-friendly, right, yeah. like, that type of thing. Um, I have seen other online games try and go that route um, and gets just they get just as many complaints from, you know, certain players who are like, I really wish I could do some kind of in-game chat with this to just communicate with my other teammates to coordinate stuff in the uh-huh. game. Yeah. Um, and so cool forcing me to go use another program that that's fine you know we'll go use discord we'll go use mumble we we'll use whatever the heck we we use and stuff it's just a lot of those games are pc games right so they it's easier to have that integration there like there's custom stuff that like makes it easier to support those games you can hear the game audio and the people talking through one right. headset right you don't have to buy a stupid dongle to, to make it all work this, I mean, think about Xbox and, and uh, Xbox Live and PSN—they have voice chat in there. You just use the in-game; it's, it's yeah. part of the system features. It's just so odd that Switch doesn't offer that. I'm actually, and, and, and I'm actually
2: surprised like that they are trying to have voice chat at all. Honestly, for the reason yep. that you just said, because they've in historically in the past, Nintendo has said. We don't want that because it's not a safe... We can't guarantee the safety of that environment for being kid-friendly, you know? Yeah, well,
0: there, there have been few games in the past, like uh, Monster Hunter Try and Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate uh, had voice chat. Um, for mm-hmm. the Wii version, it was that dongle, that weird headset or mic dongle thing that they used. It was awful. It was really bad. Uh, I actually had to use that for the review and stuff when playing multiplayer to like, try voice chat. But yeah, historically, I mean, DS... And 3DS have had some voice chat. Like, I remember, I believe it was Mario Kart. One of them had voice chat in one of the lobbies. Like, we had to be mm-hmm. with friends. Right. It was only in friend only mode. So, yeah. that's more indicative of They've like, always they had want security. that safe, secure, yeah, yeah, that environment. The fact that, like, they, they should have just, like, yeah, as you said, Ian, why even bother with this? Like, just don't offer well, it. Well, and, and
2: to my knowledge, or logic too, is like, if that's been your stance historically, why change it now? And then why force us to use a separate device when there are already better offerings on that device so like if i'm already using a phone i might as well use discord or
0: something on that phone Mm -hmm. because it's better and like it's always going to be better because that's what they do i feel like they might have there might be more control on their end when you're using their app like it it, the part of the secure thing yeah um so they're they might be able to convince Especially parents mm-hmm. that oh it's this is a safer secure thing to use than that weird pc thing called discord that uh, right the wild west you kid not see yeah. anything on there it's
2: called discord
0: yeah uh, i think the other th- reason for why i b- even do it is they see this as like their this is like a competitive shooting game mm-hmm. um so the multiplayer i think they kind of want to be taking it a little bit seriously sure. like they did a mm-hmm. pretty decent push with arms just kind of got rejected by the community. Like, no, that's not going to be a fighting game. Sorry, Nintendo. Like, that didn't yeah. work. So they're like, look at all the marketing done of the Toon. Like, they make it look like eSports half the time. They do tournaments. They want it to be embraced by that. Voice chat kind of has to be there in some form. So sure. I think they're just throwing it out there because, like, we got to do something with it. Like, even if yeah. it's our own weird way of it, we're still trying. But so. is
1: there a game coming out in 2017 that you think is also going to need to use voice chat or even the app for, like, purchasing stuff
0: or... Yeah, because they don't even have ARMS on it for voice chat or whatever. Oh. Um, I don't think Odyssey won't. I don't think Xenoblade will. Uh, Like FIFA, maybe? I was thinking, like, they have that or uh, was it the WWE game coming out, maybe? I'm surprised, like, retroactively, like Mario Kart 8 and ARMS, obviously, those two would definitely make sense. Um, I think it's going to be more important once next year when they switch to the paid mode and they probably will have some games lined up that are really going to take advantage of online hopefully that, yeah yeah that's <laughs> yeah. that's kind of what i'm looking for right now it's like a meh to me because it's pretty much platoon 2 and i'm blinking i'm sorry if any of our viewers are watching right now and like are screaming that game that game and we're just forgetting about it we apologize for that but right now like it's coming to mind that I'm super interested in. That's like, oh, I need the voice app for this, or the online app for this. Nope, Odyssey, nope, don't do you, that. Do
2: you think that they would leverage the voice technology in some kind of weird, unexpected way? Like, you talk through the app to something in Metroid Prime 4 or some oh weird dear. thing like that? Like, Do you think they would go weird like that? Or
0: um, I don't think, it, the way it's set up, I don't think it's going to be utilized for that. Oh, okay. I think the the apps, more so than voice, it's going to be more used for purchases and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, we sent a notif- push notification to your phone. Hey, guess what? The new uh, Fusion Suit outfit is ready for Metroid Prime right. 4. Would you like to get that now for two ninety nine? Boom. Bye. All right. Uh, we're sending... You unlocked it here. We're downloading it on your Switch right now. Like, it's docked in sleep mode. We'll be ready for you as soon as you get back home to play it. like I, I think it's going to be more do for like account that. management yeah. and, like, in-app... In, not in-app. Right. In-game purchases mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I think that's... More, where it's going its utility. There's kind of like shoehorn the voice functionality. Oh right. yeah, and voice chats in here as Can well. Can you buy games on it too? Like full. I, I don't think so right oh. now. I'm not. So sure. it's not like the PlayStation. Honest, app, I haven't. But... I haven't downloaded used it because I'm not playing Splatoon two right now. Right. Like as soon as it there's a game that comes out that I really want to that I need it for, whether it's like for purchase and stuff, but, like, because this is ready, like, a mo- the Switch is ready mobile and stuff, it's yeah. like, why do I need this app again? But I guess, right. you're not always gonna take your Switch with you, you right. always have your phone, so, I haven't downloaded, but I forgot my password, here's the other reason I haven't used it, I don't remember my password, and I was paranoid about resetting it, because I thought it was the same as, something on like my Switch, like, no, I don't want to reset my Switch thing, because everyone's Switches are having weird issues right now, like, this will be the thing that will, like, mess up my Switch yeah, right now, brick so your Switch. I just, didn't do it that's and you seem happy ride. yeah yeah <laughs> you seem fine it's cool next one i'm looking forward to is mario and Ra- mario and Rabbids Ugh. kingdom battles like it comes out next month so cool you know I'm, it's august right yeah i don't Ugh, i don't I'm so excited i don't need the app for this as far as i know so i'm good but uh yeah i do see i did see some reddit threads and stuff about some players a little unhappy with the option that nintendo's presented with them but i don't think it's it will or is having a profound effect on the sales of that game right now. Right. Yeah. It seems like one
1: possible advantage, too, like you were talking about, if they could add other functionality to it, would be, like, for me to just show you, like, oh, I got this cool hat. Or, like, oh, this is what my Splatoon character looks oh, like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or, like, oh, look at this, is like, I know they don't, like, do achievements, but, like, oh, look at this thing I unlocked in the game or this thing that happened. be
0: cool if they had a... I saw Blood doing that
1: with Splatoon. Blood was, like, oh, yeah, look at my, yeah. my stats yesterday. Like, oh, More stats,
0: like, if Blood did some matches and stuff and, like, hey, I want to show you a, a clip from that, but, like, we're all mm-hmm. friends on the app or whatever with their accounts... We can, you can just like share it with us, and it's like a video from that was cool, ready yeah. from that a switch or something. Cool. Who, who knows? But, um, what a should What rough it. start. Well, it could get better. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, rumors juicy rumor. So, we, we don't even have the ability to pre order the SNES Classic in America right now, yet, whispers. <laughs> of an N64 classic have already <laughs> begun to swirl about. I mean, so why N- wouldn't they? Nintendo yeah. filed a trademark application in the oh. European Union oh. related to various controllers, which included the NES, Super NES, Switch, and the Nintendo 64. Now speculation has begun because since there is an nes and SNES classic Ooh. nes and classic switch classic controller patent <laughs> this means n64 classic is now like, yeah switch classic is also <laughs> happening don't worry because they patented that controller so uh yeah uh are we ready to get excited about n64 classic yet when SNES classic <laughs> isn't even out uh, and real quick before you answered that uh for those of you who managed to snag a pre-order at Walmart, be warned. Uh, the 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 word going around is that even if your pre-order hasn't been canceled yet, it will be canceled because they were not supposed to take in pre-orders. Oh. Uh, the the leading reason for why Switch or not Switch, <laughs> why SNES Classic is not available for pre available for pre-order yet. Uh, people think it's either because the inventory isn't known yet. Another one says it's not approved yet for uh, for sale. It hasn't gone mm-hmm. through the the, the vetting process yeah, like the SEC filing and stuff like oh, that or no whatever. Goodness. It hasn't gotten that yet, so it's actually not. You're not allowed to take pre-orders for it. So the Ugh. they might have been in violation there if they honor those. Who yeah. knows what the reason is? It's a disaster. Ortiz. It's a fiasco.
2: <laughs>
0: but N64 classic. Uh, I, I talked pre-order. about this. I talked about this with Kyle and Blood on a previous episode of our N64 memories. Um, and uh, we went over, like, what we thought would be on there, what would likely be key missing games. So uh, before I ask you the, the, the question of what games you think will m- make the cut or what games you'd like to see on there, just know that there will be no Rare games on an N64 Classic unless mm. Nintendo somehow cuts a deal with Microsoft. Right. And that deal will almost certainly involve those games will need to be available on Xbox as well. Yeah. Probably the Xbox Live Arcade or whatever the XBLA is now. Um. Keep on, Keep in mind for you. Me a list NES Classic had thirty games. SNES Classic has twenty one. Yeah. So N sixty four will probably have no more than than SNES mm. Classic. So, what are your personal games that will make the cut for this N sixty four Classic? Shadow of the games?
1: Empire's got to be down. Oh, there. you would
0: think that's gonna happen, huh? I would. I would love it. No yeah. chance. Oh, yeah. Not a chance. You think it's gonna happen, huh, Jones?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean Mario, obviously.
0: Uh, Which Mario?
1: Sixty four. Oh. This is Mario Party. Oh. Is that uh, Blast Core? The DMA designed it. Blast Core. Um, is that like the legendary like one of the first like open world?
0: But uh Superman 64. Blast Core is uh just for the
1: lols. Just yeah. cuz everyone part. needs to play that. Yeah. And they like like, to like it. it heavily. You got to play it. That'd be hilarious. I think. The, I don't know. I think that would be kind of funny. If
2: they're like games, like yeah, Mario sixty four, whatever, whatever, and then they go into like Superman sixty four for like a minute and a half. Could it
0: just launch with only Super Mario sixty four? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, no, you got to get. Well, uh, like I'm trying to think. Oh, GoldenEye. Yeah. If you don't have so, GoldenEye, if you don't have Perfect, perfect dark, dark, if you don't have Banjo Kazooie, yeah. Don't got so you said Blast Diddy Kong Core. Racing. Last you... Core is a rare game as well. Oh. Was re-verifying that because I'm like, and it's pretty Kong, sure. Uh, so here's the rare? thing. So here's the thing. Diddy Kong Racing was developed by Rare, but it involves the Donkey Kong IP, which is owned by Nintendo. Got it. So I am pretty sure that both Diddy Kong Racing and Donkey Kong 64 mm. are free for Nintendo. Like Nintendo has control over those games, can put them out. I think the fact... Uh, I don't know if Diddy Kong Racing was ever put on Virtual Console or Donkey Kong 64. There may be hurdles to that, so I'm not 100% sure, but I would assume more so Donkey Kong sixty four, that's that's their IP, I, like because Star Fox Adventures is also Nintendo's as well. That was like rarest last one of their last games for Nintendo back on GameCube. I have to assume those two would be the safest ones or the, like the, the ones that you most easily right. sec- resecure back to put on. But like Perfect Dark, <laughs> Golden Eye, yeah, Golden yeah. uh, oh, definitely not happening. That's a uh, hornet's nest. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's gonna be like very hard to get. Um, Harvest Moon. Go Harvest David. Moon could be possible. So, th- what are some other ones? Uh, there were two N64 Castlevania games, uh, Castlevania oh boy, 64, yeah. and uh, yeah, I never even played the Darkness yeah, a, Legacy. Mm, Darkness, I've one. There are two me. of them. Um, I don't even stiff, know if I've seen them. some stiff controls right yeah, there. There were yeah. the the N64 Bomberman games. The those could totally be put back on there. Uh, what, what else is Konami gonna do? You know, since they own Hudson, um, uh, Mario Kart, obviously. Mario Kart will be on there. Uh, Zelda. Star Star Fox, both Zeldas will be on there. Um, Man, Stink's not having any of the Banjo games on there. It's going to be so disappointing. Oh, uh, Turok, 1 and 2. Yeah. Uh, I forget who owns the rights. They just released those in HD on PC or remastered Mm. or whatever. But those could be possible. I I still think they'd have to negotiate that deal to to get them on there. Yeah. what are, what Any
1: role-playing games on the uh, 64, <laughs> of
0: note? I mean, there's Quest 64. There was... Uh, I mean, people might want Mystical uh, Ninja on their Goman or Goemon, or however you pronounce that. That was a, a game people like, kind of Zelda-ish. 1080 Snowboarding. Of. 1080 Ooh, will be there. way yeah. Race will be on there. Um, 1080 Snowboarding. There's a... <laughs> Mischief Makers is another one people like. Uh, Resident Evil Two. So that yeah. So I was gonna get <laughs> to that. So yes, our Resident Evil Two did come out on N sixty four, and some people argue it's the definitive edition because you actually has uh because the control scheme it has a control control scheme on it. There's the only place you can get it, which is technically like uh can move the camera or I don't know. My, my, someone mm. always tell, swears by it that it has oh like move a, and fire at the same time something maybe, like or... that like it has some feature on it that none of the other ones have that makes it like the best to play like it, loading it times by. are probably real short oh yeah because it's cartridge but I mean Starcraft also came out on N64 <laughs> oh weird <laughs> did really can we, can we get uh, can we get that <laughs> can oh, we work that wow. out with Blizzard can I we... mean
2: they're doing that re-release right so maybe they would consider it like <laughs> oh, advertising
0: no, it's, it's just gonna say conquer but no yeah no no conquer um, I think there's a lot of weird games. Was Buck Bumble was like another weird Which one. Which is a bummer because when they the up cruising games when they updated Conquer, they changed the
1: mini games. And the mini games were some of my favorite parts of uh of uh, that first Conquer.
0: Um, all, any of the cruising games, like Cruising USA, Cruising World, oh, ah. San Francisco Rush, um, Mortal Kombat games. There are a bunch of Mortal Kombat games on N64, like the traditional ones, and then like the Mythology, Sub Zero, and uh, was the other one? Forgetting now. I mean, they had those. So I, I think they could easily fit twenty something games on there. I think the, the the point that we made on the previous episode, just to hit it home again, is that it's going to be missing those classic rare games. That's yeah. really, really going to hurt. I think. I, I, I think it'll still be impossible to find, um, just because like you put you put Ocarina and Mario on there, and oh, Mario yeah. Kart, you're done. Like it's yeah. gonna it's gonna sell. It's but already sold out right now. Such, <laughs> such thing doesn't a big even exist. Whole. When I was like, hey, I just want to play that, play Banjo Kazooie again real quick. Like, oh N sixty four Classic would have been perfect. Nope, that's something it's impossible. There's something. Nintendo might be able to work out some kind of deal. They I mean, they've been reaching original.
2: across the but, aisle. I mean, look at Kingdom Bow uh, Rabbits. Like, yeah, who Phil, expected Phil that? Phil
0: Spencer seemed open to the possibility a few years ago. Uh, was open to that dialogue. Made that. Uh, I think he said to Reggie, Hey, uh, we're we're open to talking. We're not we're not completely closed to the idea. But the the rumor that's always gone around is that. Any deal involving the the rare catalog of N64 games would include a stipulation that that game would have to be available on Xbox and that the Xbox version could have enhanced features that, if Microsoft developed them, they don't have to give it to Nintendo. So, like, say, GoldenEye was they, that GoldenEye deal went through back in the day. Oh, cool! golden GoldenEye is now available on the Wii and Wii U Virtual Console. But it's also available on Xbox Live Arcade. But guess what? Microsoft put them ponying up the money and resources to enhance it. It's sixty nine. It's it. got sixty nine. <laughs> it's got like up, uh, updated textures and stuff. Yeah, maybe there's online multiplayer now. Yeah, whereas the N sixty four version is just the N sixty four version, right. which you remember, great, but. Imagine Nintendo have to dealing with a Microsoft game to say like play the enhanced version of right. GoldenEye, true four the- K GoldenEye. Nintendo would not stand for that. Yeah, they, they, they're they're all for like equal partnerships or they're for collaborations. They're not for letting a competitor get a leg up on them for the sake of just getting something in their inventory. So yeah, I I, I don't see that happening. But uh, definitely I won't, I won't say definitely, but probably coming in sixty four classic. So. Be prepared. And the, the NES and the SNES controllers were the same size. The console mm-hmm.
1: itself was smaller, but the controllers yes. were the same, yeah, the yeah, same size. Yeah, yeah. So if they release the N64 oh, controller, that have hilarious. to make these big things yeah. again.
0: So we talked about this on the earlier episode. Like we pretty much all assume that it's going to. So it's seventy nine ninety nine for SNES Classic, and sixty four Classic will be more than that. Yeah, because yeah. the, the controller is going to cost more alone just to make that. Um, and then the foreign factor, the Super, uh, the N64 was also a little weird too with its curvature on the front. Um, and if it includes two controllers, yeah, that thing's going to be like $129. Like 20, 129 dollars probably would be what it what it settles at. Um, I wouldn't be surprised
2: best. if they sold it with one controller. Yeah, because there aren't, buy, there aren't especially that many multiples. Especially
0: yeah. if any of the rare stuff is on, especially no Gold Knight, Perfect Dark. Yeah. Mario Kart would be the one that would hurt the most. But, but you could just buy a new one. Yeah, I, I would say like I'd be really worried about getting a second controller for that. I'd I expect that to be like the hardest thing to find.
2: Unless they sold like an adapter or something, so you could use your old one. They've been or...
0: using the 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 Wii uh, kind of dongle thing that like works oh, yeah, up the yeah. Wii remotes yeah. and stuff. So possibly Who knows? it's not. Yeah, I think there's one that exists, but uh... next up, there was another event as well. I forgot about, but news actually came out of this one. There was a event recently called the D twenty three Expo. Um, while there wasn't exactly a Nintendo game there. Uh, there was a there was a big reveal for Kingdom Hearts three, for New World for for Toy Story that happened there, and uh, a lot of press went to were invited because pretty much everyone knew this was happening. Not uh, Nintendo Square Enix said ahead of time there would be a new Kingdom Hearts trailer, but a lot of press got to do interviews, and one of those outlets was IGN, and they got to interview Mr. Nomura Tetsuya Nomura, and uh, they asked Nomura about the possibility of Kingdom Hearts three on Switch. And uh, Nomura-san had this to say, Nintendo Switch is definitely a very interesting piece of hardware. But if we lightly say, oh yeah, Kingdom Hearts 3 will be on the Switch. I'm sure people will come back and say, but what about the PS4 and Xbox One? We want them out first. Don't focus on other platforms. So for now, we want to focus on what platforms we've already announced we're going to be releasing Kingdom Hearts 3 on. So, and so, after perhaps, maybe we can start thinking about other possibilities. To further clarify, Nomura said that Kingdom Hearts 3 on Switch is possible in the future. Uh, also, said that previous HD ports, the, the Kingdom Hearts 1.5, 2.5, and 2.8 uh, versions, could also come out to Xbox One. Only after Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out on Xbox One and PS4. Okay. Once that version's out, or at least when it's done, like when development's completely done on that, they will then start evaluating whether or not they want to put Kingdom Hearts 3 on Switch or other platforms, or bring the previous releases that they've done for PS4 right. out to the other HD platforms. So... Um, but with anything Kingdom Hearts, just caused a lot of you know a pretty big stir. Like people were like, "Oh my god, Kingdom Hearts three might come out to Switch." And uh, my question to you will be: If Kingdom Hearts three were to come out on Switch, but after it came out on PS4, Xbox One, do you think that is going to be? A, do you think that will still have any significance for the system, or do you think if it just misses that like launch window with the other platforms, it's too little, too late? um would you even want to play kingdom hearts 3 on switch versus ps4 xbox one considering after if you i hope you've seen that toy story trailer for the game like it they've done side-by-side comparisons of it to the original movie oh wow and it looks really good like unreal 4 is doing some work there for that game um the possibility of that being watered down visually on switch is that the type of game you want to play on switch or not
1: uh, Zelda kind of made me reevaluate the importance of, of of graphics in this day and age. That like I was kind of a little poopy on Zelda on Breath of the Wild when I first saw it. I was like, ooh, I don't know if I could really immerse myself in a world that looked like that. Yeah, I definitely can. And so I thought, okay, well maybe um, maybe these games that uh, uh, have an interesting visual aesthetic but aren't necessarily like performance hounds, like maybe they could find uh, a home on the Switch and be just fine. And maybe that might be my preferred console to play it. Whereas we've waited so long for Kingdom Hearts 3, I, I think it is one of those games that you do want to have performed the best it possibly can.
2: And I wonder uh, I wonder if if they were to port the other ones to the other HD re-releases to the Switch, if they would be open to doing something. Because, like, yeah, like you said, it probably wouldn't be the most powerful system to play it on. I wonder if they would do, like, a super bundle where you could get, like, all of Kingdom Hearts Forever and 3 on the Switch... For like eighty bucks or something, whatever. But like, get it all, and like that would be how you sell it, because I don't think I don't think there's gonna be a huge fervor for just three on the Switch, because yeah, I mean, unless you just have the Switch, which a lot of people do, but like, you know, that would be a cool angle just to get it all, because yeah. it's like if you've never played any of them, yeah. like getting all of it in
0: one big thing would be pretty crazy. Take it anywhere with you. Uh, both your points are basically how i feel uh with with you brandon um yeah it i think the the biggest point for me is that we've been i have been waiting and a lot of people have been waiting so long for kingdom hearts 3 i just want to play as soon as out whatever it's available on i'm playing it on that and it's on ps4 because i have a ps4 right now i'm playing it on ps4 i'm i don't care it looks better on pc and it's coming out two months later on pc playing on ps4 like i that's that wait that development period that that's just what happens with that but the same thing with what ian said is that i i've been going back and rebuying what i mean i bought 1.5 and on ps3 and then i bought 2.5 on ps3 and then i bought them both on ps4 like i'll rebuy them because it's like an excuse to replay through them again if the even if they don't include three in the bundle even if they just release 1.5 yeah. 2.5 5, and 2.8 as a, a a bundle themselves I would rebuy those on Switch because I would like to play those on the go. Like, that would be nice. Oh, yeah. So, I would buy those down the line. And if Kingdom Hearts 3 came out, like, long enough after, I think, oh, I was like, oh, I haven't played this in, like, a year or two. Right, that, right. That's nice. I think 3, un- unless it comes out very close to the same time as PS4, Xbox One, um, I don't think it's going to be a strong selling point for that version alone. Like, that, you can play it on the go. Like that, I don't think people are gonna buy it for that. They're just gonna be like, no, I want to play it right away. Yeah. But a nice bundle thing, yeah, that will get people to rebuy it. Yeah, they'll definitely have a good like resell with that. So that's that's it. that'd I'm be a pretty
2: in. huge bundle
1: with yeah. all of them. But yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, it'd be cool. Maybe job. like a pre-order, so right. they like get them
0: now, play the old games, and then right. when three comes out. When three comes out, it, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So that 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 was a little bit of like I guess it was technically non-news, but like the pos- everyone every company is saying, oh, the possibility is there. We'll keep evaluating stuff, but. I mean, that's when a lot of the Western companies seem to like neglect Nintendo. the The Japanese po- developers seem to be the ones who embrace their stuff the most. Mm-hmm. So I think there was like s- there are some who are looking to like Capcom and Square Enix like for their big AAA releases to see if they were coming to Switch. And as of now, like virtually none from them are coming out. Like, but it's and- a, <laughs> yeah.
1: it's an interesting. It kind of speaks to the place where the Switch is at right now, where it's like, Kingdom Hearts 3? Like, no, that's okay. I'm going to play that on a much more powerful system. I don't need to take 3 on the go. I really want to commit to this new story and, and, you know, finishing it up. Whereas, like, I, I... Played two because I reviewed it, but like I never played one. And like if one, came, like oh the right. that that old ten year old game, y'all play that yeah. on the Switch? Play that you on know, a like, plane? Sure. It 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 it's, uh yeah that uh, systems in an interesting place. Where like I'm kind of more interested in like maybe some Wii U games I missed, or maybe some old games being upresed, or um if if something is coming to Switch, I might be excited about you know playing other games in the franchise that I'd missed out on. So I just old super
2: movie. you just saying that super made me want to play. Silent Hill Shattered Memories on the Switch. Just anything,
1: you know, like any 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 previous gen game I think is uh um, I'd love to take it on the go.
0: Yeah, I think it's a fair game.
2: Virtual console, do it. Yeah, virtual
0: console. We'll see when that happens. If tune in next year. Um yeah. next bit of news. Glad uh glad Mr. Bossman is not on the panel today because <laughs> he'd uh be ripping his hair out at this news. Fire Emblem Heroes is actually making Nintendo a lot of money. Um, It's been available for just about six months now since it came out. And it has brought Nintendo in around $100 million in revenue. And it's been downloaded over 10 million times. Um, It's a little bit higher than that now. Um, To put this into comparison, at the the start of the year, um, beginning of the year, Super Mario run had been downloaded about 80 million times in, like a little less than two months of release of last year um, but only four million of those 80 million had converted to being paid uh paid like uh, downloads because as you remember the first world is' f- it's free that's to right. play correct but then the games available at a single price to purchase it was 799 I believe initially then it got jacked up to 999 I think Apple revised its pricing policies. Um, so it's either between eight and ten bucks to, to to buy the whole game and unlock everything. Well, only four million of that eighty million converted mm-hmm. to to pay. So let's say let's say everyone did pay like ten bucks for that. That's uh that's only forty million dollars right there. Forty million. Okay, sure, cool. Forty million bucks. Uh, but as of April this year, um, Nintendo said Super Mario Run's player base was ten times as large as Fire Emblem Heroes. And they said that Super Mario Run had around 150 million downloads. So, if that was 10 times as large, I'd say like about 15 million downloads for Fire Emblem Heroes. So a little bit more than 10 million. But less than 10% of that 150 million downloads had been converted to being paid customers. So, less than 15 million were paying that fee. So... Let's again. Let's for argument's sake, if everyone paid the nine ninety nine price or about ten bucks, that'd be about a hundred fifty million in revenue. If if you if you round it up to the full ten percent. Sure. So in that, so Super Mario Run's been out for several months more than Fire Emblem Heroes, and Fire Emblem Heroes has brought in a hundred million, whereas Super Mario Run at most has brought in a hundred fifty million. Now, consider that Super Mario Run was pretty heavily advertised. Sure, it got a uh, got time on. Uh, was it was a Jimmy Fallon when they also yeah. had the Switch on there. Like, Nintendo paid a good amount for the marketing for Super Mario Run, whereas Fire Emblem Heroes had virtually no marketing behind it. So, does this mean that we'll be seeing more games structured like Fire Emblem in the future, rather than that single price per point purchase that was used for Super Mario Run? So, Animal Crossing's the next one. Right. Is Animal Crossing going to have all those in-game transactions, and will not be a one price to unlock all?
1: I don't see it. I think I think there's I think there are different kinds of franchises. I think I've, you first need to address that Mario and Fire Emblem are different franchises. So I could see. Uh, my first thought is
2: I would say that Mario and Mario Run are different franchises right. too.
1: But you you know, uh, I wonder if you being Nintendo and getting to the mobile market, you kind of want to release games that maybe do one or the other. You know, that like you, you release something like Fire Emblem that has like the cast that you want, you know, like for um, Mario, I think it's more about gameplay and less about, like, yeah, I, I might. You know, put five bucks down to get Luigi or something, but like, I'm not going to keep coming back week after week trying to level up characters and stuff. Like, I'm just, I just want to beat that level where the, when you get into Fire Emblem, you have that kind of collector's mentality of like, no, I just, I, I, I want these characters. They just added some character to the game. I didn't even play that Fire Emblem game, but I want that character because I want to add it to my arsenal. I want to add it to my roster. And so that's a game that I might forget how much I spent on it, you know? And so you don't necessarily need to advertise it that much because we are attacking this fan base and milking them dry because of their commitment to these characters in this world. Whereas, you know, Mom might not be interested in Fire Emblem, but Mom knows Mario, and so she might be like, yeah, sure, I'll drop 10 bucks on Mario, you know, just to, like, unlock this extra stuff and play the rest of this game. But then I'm done. Then I'm not going to pay anything else. And so I I would be surprised if Nintendo thought that uh, Mario Run was going to make more... um, but I don't think they could sell it the same way that they would Fire Emblem because it's like, why, why would I keep putting money into this?
2: Well, Mario Run didn't have in-game purchases, right, even though it felt like it did?
0: No, it was just the one price. They, were, right. they, they yeah. would tell you in-game, uh, oh, hey, would you like to buy and unlock the whole game? But that was pretty much it. It was pay the full price, and that's it. Which is right. why I think it was advertised more heavily because they
1: wanted more lo- people from all sorts of Retention. walks of life to give us money to buy, this, this, to buy into this franchise you're very familiar with. Whereas they knew it was just going to be, you know, the 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 just the sect of, of fire emblem nuts that was going to really like dive into this.
2: I think I think for Animal Crossing, especially given the other Animal Crossing like offshoot games about like home decoration and stuff like that, I could easily see Animal Crossing being a free game where building your town out and having these relationships and friends and stuff is the free part, but then paying for decorations and cosmetic stuff is like huge for that. I could see them. I could see them going that route and making a lot of money doing that, but I could also see them. Mm, I think that'd be more likely than them charging a single flat rate for Animal
0: Crossing. Uh, but one thing I forgot to mention uh, that might have influenced your, your imp- either of your inputs was that uh, Nintendo, in end of April or beginning of May, did say they. F- They were disappointed by Super Mario Run's overall sales performance, Mm. so they are not they they don't view it in a positive light how it performed. Uh, Right, so that would also be more telling of like what they might want to do in the future. Yeah. Um. So going off what Ian said, um, and some of your concerns you had earlier about like Mario, like Mario is different than Fire Emblem. Um. Obviously, they could do the easy like if they went free to play with in-game or in-app transactions, free to play with in-app transactions would be. Uh, oh, of course. You know, only have a finite amount of lives, or you could buy uh, a power-up uh, booster, which is like uh, you pay this much. Uh, here's like a bunch of like fire flowers and stars that will throw into your inventory. You can use them on each level. Uh, they could obviously do that, but um, it seems like the 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 character stuff, uh, the 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 visual stuff, is the more appealing thing that people want to get. So I know everyone's like, "Oh, there's only a handful of characters in in Mario Brothers," but that's not. They could get a little crazy with it. I mean, you saw in Super Mario Odyssey, they have all the different costumes with the hats. Mm. So, you know, you can have your basic Mario. you can, And Luigi might be the default characters. You might be able to unlock Toad, Peach, Daisy, uh, Mario Golf Mario. Or uh, you can maybe unlock Gold Mario or Metal Mario or Wing Cap <laughs> Mario. Or I like, can keep going for a while right. here with all the Tanuki different... Mario. Tanuki Mario. Yeah. Mario, all these different <laughs> 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 costumes. And each of them comes with a unique small power... That helps them in each of the levels, so that that's definitely one thing. So either power like powered costumes, just superficial costumes to make them look a little different, like outfits. Yeah, just outfits for your characters.
2: Having costumes with power would be a level design thing too. That they would have to come, so that increases your
0: design budget because you'd have to like test that and see if that works or not. Um, I think the with the free content, they would like every so often they would add like a new level, like essentially a map. Uh, every then like, and uh, make it like revolve around a special theme so like winter here's some new winter levels for you like I'm just going with what they did with Fire Emblem like I can see them constantly supporting it with a slow trickle of new content and they want you to buy like it's not buying the outfits so here's the thing I made a mistake I didn't say you could just literally straight up buy those outfits from the store you're gonna buy the the currency, the gold coins yes. or the purple coins, which if they which do can then, Animal Crossing, which yeah, you can yeah, then spend yeah, to maybe currency. unlock one of those outfits, those new power up outfits. Which in Animal Crossing, you get all the house, the daily stuff, like that's all free. You can have your house, but. Hey, I want that certain type of couch. Well, you know what? Complete your dailies, complete your weeklies, complete your monthlies, quests or whatever to get those coins or whatever, and you can spend them on a chance from uh, from the catalog. What do you get from the catalog today? Oh, you know, spend the coins, see what random thing it is. Oh, it's not that couch. Sorry, it's another music player or something. Oh, cool. You can put that on there. Maybe you can trade it in. Or if you really want it, you know... Keep buying more coins. Oh, you ran out of coins. Uh, for the you're out of money. Okay, uh, go on the shop and buy more coins and stuff, which you can then spend on possibly unlocking that sofa from the catalog. Chance based stuff is evil. That's that, oh god. That's the gotcha thing is that they want you like the to get that. And I could see Animal Crossing possibly doing that because the characters or the characters i don't think anyone's playing that game for the unique characters or even like right. the appearances of them in there i think that's there, there's limited appeal in that it's what you can decorate your house right. with well even animal crossing on consoles had kind of like dailies
1: yeah like you'd go into the store and you had no idea what was going to be available that day and so
2: but that's like cute because it's not a chance of getting a thing it's like oh what do they have like yeah. oh that's what this character has the the weird thing with Mario to me is like that it had that kingdom building aspect that you had to wait time to like for stuff to show up, and that they weren't because that felt so in app purchase driven that it like blew my mind that it wasn't. I'm like, why put this in this game if you're not doing that? You know what I'm talking about? With the little Toad, else toad, toad do, kingdom, yeah. yeah. The little Toad kingdom in Mario Run.
0: Oh, I didn't mess with that at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs>
2: very weird, but it's like that's like classic. pay to speed this up, and it's like, I'm amazed they didn't have that. I feel
0: like Nintendo might have an aversion to gameplay mechanic stuff, like paywalling that. Right. Uh, I think they'll elicit the most outcry from their community, from their fans, whereas superficial stuff that might have an impact, obviously, on the game, because obviously Fire Emblem Heroes... Some of those five-star heroes will definitely make your life a lot easier, Mm -hmm. um, but you're not paying to unlock, like, a map. You're not paying to unlock a feature of the game, like, a mode. Like, none of that is behind behind a paywall. And even, like, the in-game stamina and stuff, they eventually tweaked it so much that, like, unless you're playing non-stop in that game, which is not how you're supposed to be playing that game, honestly, in my opinion, you never run out of stamina. And you get... the, the daily rewards you get for this re logging in, I've got so many extra bottles to refill that, that it's a non issue. Like, I will, I've never even come close to being completely out of stamina when you need to buy it. Same thing with like orbs. Like, I have a good, like, I always have a decent amount of orbs. I don't go spending happy on those. So, as long as I make it that you can have a good time and not spend a single cent in this upcoming Animal Crossing, I think they're fine. But for yeah. those people who are like, just gotta have that thing. I want that Hector hero. I'm gonna right. spend a thousand dollars on it. Is there any competitive gameplay in the Fire Emblem mobile game? Like, can you play against there, other people? There is a way to play against another team asynchronously. Like, or it's not even asynchronous. Right, just like it's just just not live. Yeah. But I'm like,
1: I'm playing against your team. Yeah, it's, it's their roster. Right, right. Like, the
0: AI will dictate their moves, but like you play against their roster. Because
1: I'm trying to think, in, in what instances in Fire Emblem are you introduced to the coolness of another player, and therefore. You know, tempted to go out and buy those right, things yourself. Right. I mean, and I could just see that being a, much more the case the, in either of those games than in Animal Crossing, where it's like you go to a friend's neighborhood or village, and like, they stop whoa. by, or they send you a message, and they got some cool shirt Where'd on. Where'd you get that like,
0: clock? Oh, yeah. The yeah. lobby in Firebloom. Sometimes you get a visitor from another player, like a character will show up in the, in the bottom, they'll pop up. Sometimes it's a character you've never seen before, and you're like, uh. who's this? And then, hi, I'm so and so. Your friend says hi, or whatever. So you can see. One of their characters that they have, like, oh, who's Clever. that character? Oh, it right. must be from there. Yep. So Dirty. More incentive. But Dirty pool. Dirty pool, old man. Yeah. Ex- ex- expect like more it. Fire Emblem Heroes type games coming from Nintendo in the future. Um, speaking of sales and stuff, June NPD happened. The, 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 the figures for that were released. Um, top 10 selling games for June of this year, 2017, were Tekken 7, Injustice 2, Grand Theft Auto 5. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Still going strong. Wow. Crash Bandicoot, Insane Trilogy, and number four. Arms at five. Uh, MPD goes by overall sales, so next was Breath of the Wild, but technically Mario Kart 8 probably sold more units, so Breath of the Wild and Mario Kart 8 are next on the list. Wow. Then Overwatch, NBA 2K17, and Horizon Zero Dawn rounds out the top ten for June. Uh, this now means with the the sales figures that came out. Uh, so Breath of the Wild sold like uh, about 145,000 more copies this month. Uh, makes Breath of the Wild the second best selling game of the year, right behind Ghost Recon Wildlands. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands is like number t- eleven or twelve on the list, and it keeps dropping further and further. While Breath of the Wild still selling decently, so Breath of the Wild in all realistic all reality by the end of the year is going to surpass Ghost Recon. It'll probably come. They deep. just announced PvP. Ghost Recon. Should mm. be interesting. I think that hol- those holiday bundles when they when they start bundling Zelda with Switch or something is gonna yeah. yeah. A, yeah there, there is a good chance Breath of the Wild might become the best selling game of the year by the, the year's end. Um, and I always like to I don't know why I apologize in advance. Sort of I, I have an, uh, uh, I have a very strong desire all of a sudden in the last few months to take shots at Final Fantasy 15 whenever I get the chance. Um, <laughs> Breath of the Wild is close to surpassing 15's lifetime sales um, in less time than... So, Breath of the Wild has been out less time than 15, but it's about to surpass 15's sales. So, uh, don't take so long... I'm not surprised. Don't take so long to make your games, Square Enix, would be my message. It's, uh... Bre- Nintendo could do Breath of the Wild and yeah, get, get the them time. done super fast,
1: like Nintendo with Zelda. Yeah, Zelda <laughs> took five, Zelda took five years for Breath right. of the Wild.
0: Look at the scale of that game. Right. Come on, come on, Square Enix. Like you gotta. Sometimes everything doesn't need to be visuals. Um. But anyway, PS4 was the top selling console of the month. Um. Gonna assume that the scarcity of the Switch had something Definitely. to do with that. Sure. Because that that always happens when systems are hard to find. Eventually. There's just no more to sell, so the other systems take its place. But, we'll see. When they restock, when the, the holidays come up, if Switch is still trailing, you know, maybe that'll be more indicative of that. I'd read more into it if we get into November and December, and Switch is like, not right. surpassing that or something. But, uh, last obs- observation, I would say, is, a uh, sort of surprised by Mario Kart's drop-off. Uh, um, surprised Breath of the Wild's going still so, so, so strong. I guess everyone's still trying to get a Switch, or a lot of people are, and the two games you're probably getting are Breath of the Wild first, and then maybe Mario Kart. I, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. seeing a lot
1: of people I follow on social media being like, finally getting started in Zelda. So. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah, so I don't I don't know. Uh, I mean, are either of you surprised that Mario Kart, because for the past several systems, whether they've been handheld or, si- or console, Mario Kart seems to like dominate and be like one of the top selling games not just of the that platform but of like that generation uh mario kart Wii, like for instance like just blew away anything zelda whatsoever it even blew away with anything mario it's like hey mario kart mario kart uh is just dominant and, like mario kart ds as well which was a, a seven was three, three ds and mario kart actually ds for ds was like wow just sales wise um I, I guess it is a re-release but still I thought it I would thought it would be like in the top three or four spots for at least you know several months is what was my expectation well we'll still see there's still time um but usually market market eight just dominates but nice to see breath of the wild up there because the, the last few yeah. Zelda games have a uh, not a uh, they might have charted but then they like kind of drop off really oh, okay really, really quickly so it's good to see that. Mm. Um, any either of you surprised by uh i mean arms was uh charted uh it said it was up there it was a what number was it it was like number four sorry it was right it was after it was number five after crash bandicoot so crash bandicoot sold more than than than, than arms so it beat
2: arms beat breath of the wild for this month right yeah but Yeah, it did. But, like,
0: Mario Kart 8 and and Breath of the Wild were, like, right behind it. But I think ARMS sold, like... I think they said, like, around 265000 That's not bad. For Overwatch, is that...
2: Both scu- skews and, and, and only it, game purchases or in-game purchases too. Just, just buying the actual just game. Just the game. Oh okay. Yeah. 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 That, that doesn't factor in. Because I was gonna say does. if that's if that was including in-game purchases, I'm like amazed that it's not higher. Yeah, no, but
0: in-game purchases like Overwatch would <laughs> yeah. be like number Overwatch would be like way yeah. over there. Finally, <laughs> something would dethrone Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. Wow. Jones, what year will it be when Grand Theft Auto Five is no longer on the top ten NPD? Uh,
1: next because Red Dead's coming.
0: Because Red Dead. Okay. Yeah. You don't think both of them are still gonna be? They're gonna be oust awesome. themselves. Uh, I was oh, gonna say like 2020. Yeah. yeah, 2020 is the first year we'll see GTA Five drop. But I wonder, out. yeah, I wonder if the, I wonder if there's like a player base
1: that plays online that has never really been a Grand Theft Auto fan, you know, but just like really got into online, and I wonder if they would uh, make the jump to Red Dead or not. Don't know.
2: I, I wanted to, I got a copy of when game trailers shut down. I think I got the PS4 copy of Grand Theft Auto Five. And I only wanted to play online, uh, but then it was like 60 gigs, and I was like, "Nah." <laughs> so I'm like that. I wanted to play online, but not the game. But, yeah.
0: Next up, another rumor. Uh, there was a recent Wii U system update. That seemed pretty nonchalant. Until the, the data miners went through it to see what else was in there, just in case. And they found a, a little message in there. The message says, the Miiverse service has ended. Miiverse and any software features that make use of Meverse are now unavailable. Hasn't gone live yet, but it was included in there and presumably to be set live at a future date, which now has led a lot of outlets to speculate that Miiverse will be coming to an end very soon on the Wii U. So I think it was pretty obvious this was going to happen because... Mm the switch obviously is not using that uh, the Meverse functionality whatsoever so final thoughts on miiverse end of an era missed opportunities or good riddance Meverse is just the thing where the little guys show up and they go hello um uh, th- those are Is Meverse was the messaging system where you could share like drawings and oh. stickers like they so still do a,
2: that in Splatoon 2, though, kind of.
0: They have their own system in right. there that's kind of like it. Uh, right. But it's not Miiverse. It's not Miiverse. Yes. Yeah. So, the, the, so it,
2: then it, the good stuff remained, and what didn't matter went away. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay.
1: Not something I, I, yeah, I used a lot. I mean, it does kind of trigger a frustration in me that, like, Nintendo will announce a, a service and want people to invest, and in then a year and a half later, it's right. gone. It's not just like, oh, we're turning it into something else. It's just like. Time to throw that thing in the trash and start something totally new. And every time they do that, it makes me less inclined to invest in whatever the next thing is going to be. So, if they were to do that and then immediately turn around, do a one eighty the next day, and be like, "Yeah, but now right. there's this service." It's like Me World. Yeah, uh, it's
2: a little more focused. But
0: well. no more Me's, basically. Is that what you, is that kind of what you're hinting at, or like this Me verse? Like they put a lot behind that. They were touting it as like their big alternative to any other social media platform um it seemed the people that did use it loved it and embraced it but just them there i feel like there's opportunities there to maybe refine it and maybe that is what they're doing Because what ian just said like kind of like just struck a chord with me that maybe they are taking the best parts of what it was and they're just gonna take it on a game by game basis rather than tying it to their core like account system Mm -hmm. like what it was on wii u and they brought it universe came to 3ds as well yeah and uh I, I there was part of me before Ian said that and made me think about that was just like meverse if they just tweaked some things about it and like had a, like better online support and, yeah. and better online infrastructure and just pushed more use of that like not not just like showing off cool photos but like some kind of achievement system was tied to it as well and all that the, those bells and whistles yeah could have really like taken off and been something you like, very popular. It was well liked by the people that did utilize it, but just I think Nintendo might have just finally realized that you can't fight other social media giants. Like people are gonna want to share their stuff on Twitter, people are gonna want to share their stuff on Instagram, people going to want to share their stuff on Facebook, wherever everyone is is where they go. Not everyone was on MeVerse. It had some nice features on it, but that ultimately, like the system not selling very well, like kind of like put an end to that dream. So as you point out ian like they did they do embrace some of those good features like the drawing the doodle stuff it's like hey uh you can share those then splatoon and stuff those yeah. are still there like don't they're they're, they're still going to be around and you can share those uh, can you even share those like on social media or anything I or think, is it just with yeah in-game? i think
2: so i saw a bunch of people tweeting i don't know if they're screenshotting with their phone or if you can just upload it, it yeah if
0: it's if they built an in-game function to take advantage of like twitter or social media then yeah they they got it finally they, they finally understood like oh uh let them use what they want yeah. to use but mm-hmm. provide them the tools to make those to create that content to share. And wait,
2: Meverse was on the phone too?
0: That's the same thing or what was that? Uh, I think there was an app to access Meverse on your phone, I believe. What was the,
2: what's the thing called where on your phone where you have was, a me and Oh, you, that was a Metopia
0: or Mi-topia, right. Or, or Meto, Mi-tomo. 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 Yeah. Mitomo. Okay, Mi-tomo. yeah. Mi-tomo. Sorry. Different thing. That, that okay. was their Nintendo's first mobile app. Right. That's uh, still around, right? It was super popular for like one day. For like yeah, literally a day and a half. One day, and then just died off because everyone's like, okay, cool, that's it. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo still it? supports it. I still see every now and then. I see an email. It's like, hey, me Tomos. I'm like, we what? should get like heavy back into Me Tomo for like no reason <laughs> for one <demanded>. day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one day. Um.
2: Uh, well, and also something I just remembered, which I think is correct, um, uh, that for Mevers they had employees vetting all the art. Before it was shown, so that they wouldn't have like a bunch of drawings of. Lewd I don't know things. if they all were,
0: but I, I, they're either. I feel like some games had like a were flagged as being, like have to be manually approved. I remember my stuff like going up pretty like quickly whenever I did use like oh, okay. sharing a screenshot. There's a thing to mark it as a spoiler. Uh, oh, okay. And, and I think some people might have used that to get around maybe the.
2: I remembered, I remembered. I remembered hearing something there about were there being points. employees
0: like vetting
2: the art, like looking at all the there art. There would be points where, where, like, yeah, no.
0: people are trying to like draw inappropriate stuff. so yeah. They'd be called in to be like, "Hey, uh, please uh, police this a little bit better, yeah. so that kids don't see this stuff."
2: Well, maybe. I mean, if if that if they were still having to do that, I could see
0: that as another reason to stop the service. Yeah, because like, that's just very.
2: Employing t- people to do that is very intense. Yeah, it's like.
0: Like, Twitter already has its report features on yeah. Twitter. It, it's also not a liability on them anymore. It's right. It's like, hey, uh, it's, on, it's on Twitter's, yep. not us. So, yeah. probably just reduced a lot of that, like, workload and unnecessary, yeah. like, yeah. red tape. Or well, and the Wii U is, like, deal. done, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, whenever it does happen, you know, it was nice. Thank, thank you, Miiverse, for the short-lived memories, but... The best parts are probably going to try and live on in... Uh, I was very games. happy to
2: see the drawings in Splatoon 2 because I, I like people's drawings on those. They're always really good. I Someone on Twitter that I was reading said that they went to the store and got like a capacitive touch stylus just to draw oh, nice. in Splatoon 2. <laughs> I was like, that's sweet.
0: Let's wrap it up with one little bit of news that came out yesterday. I believe it was on the Japanese... Uh, Somewhere on Nintendo's Japanese site, this information came out about the Amiibo functionality for the upcoming Metroid Samus Returns release for 3DS. So they finally revealed what the Amiibo does, each Amiibo does for the game. And uh, we're going to preface this by saying the following things, some of the following things require not only the Amiibo, but you to also complete the game. So you need to have the amiibo and complete the game before some of these features are unlocked. And, I'll and this is out, for the Metroid, Metroid Samus for the Returns. 3DS. Yes, yeah. the Metroid 2 remake. Metroid 2 for 3DS. Okay. So here we go. So the new Samus Aran figure, the, the one comes in the 2 pack, I believe, of Samus and the Metroid. Samus 1 will unlock immediately an Elon Reserve Tank, which is a special ability recovery in-game. And then once you beat the game, it'll unlock a Metroid 2 art gallery. That Metroid Two Art Gallery, as far as we know right now, is only unlocked through the amiibo and beating. You have okay. to have the amiibo and beat the game. Right. Simply beating the game will not. Of oh, The you that.
1: original Metroid Two of the game that the yes Metroid uh, right. Classic is yes. based on. Got it. So that if
0: you've beaten
2: the game and then like later on activate the amiibo, do you I think, think it, it would works. give it to you? Yes, okay, yes, yeah. so I'm pretty sure that will that work. would
0: suck. Um, then the the Metroid part of that Metro ami- amiibo Two Pack unlocks the Metroid Marker which I initially, like some people in the thread about this, read as Metroid Maker. Oh, so I was yeah. like, whoa! <laughs> Metroid Maker. Metroid Marker. Uh-huh. Uh, it's I'm going to assume it's some kind of feature with your suit or map that tells you the location of the nearest Metroid. How so, much you
2: bet it, it beeps? I bet it beeps when you're...
0: Close. Pra- beeps or it flashes something on a, like the map icon. Metroid games love to beep. Uh, but it also unlocks... After beating the game, Fusion difficulty mode, which also allows you to play in the Fusion suit. Fusion difficulty is a harder difficulty mode. So hard mode, and a new suit behind an amiibo, and beating the game. That's less lame. I'm getting tired of difficulty modes being locked behind paywalls, (laughs) but it's like not great. Yeah, it's like Um, the old Samus Aran amiibo, the Smash Brothers series one, the Varia suit one unlocks immediately a missile reserve tank for missile recovery and a concept art gallery after you beat the game. Don't don't know if it's for the new version, like the Metroid Samus Returns concept art Mm. or other game concept art. I'm going to assume it's for the new game. And finally, the Zero Suit Samus uh, Smash Brothers Amiibo uh, unlocks an energy reserve tank. Uh, Everyone knows what those are. Energy recovery. And after you beat the game, unlocks sound test. But what not is that? these like you get to listen to all the music oh, in the game it's oh, like a, yeah, it's yeah, like a yeah, music yeah. player, essentially. And s- possibly sound effects. It's a it's an old thing that used to be yeah, in yeah. a lot of games that by default. Frog Fractions yeah. two does it. Yeah. It's a yeah. So, Interesting reward. Very specific. Very, very yeah, so what, what are your thoughts on these re- rewards and some of and them being hmm. behind a paywall, essentially?
2: Those are all ridiculous. But uh if the concept art is concept art of Metroid Prime Four, that would be something. <laughs> Like it's like a Silent Hills level like drop (laughs) of like info like whoa like that would be something to be excited about. We're talking about Nintendo. Nintendo. We're not talking about Kojima. 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 Sorry. Can you imagine though? Sorry to dash you. Oh my god.
0: Includes a trail. Yeah, includes a playable demo, which unlocks a new trailer for Metroid Prime Four at the end. (laughs) Uh, You get
2: a code for a Switch demo of Prime Four. Basically,
0: an AR Metroid experience where you have to like find the baby Metroid and. nurture it until it grows up and then reveals the code
2: yeah Um, and it doesn't just give it to you you have to like print out and set all the concept arts next to each other and then it forms a giant oh gosh
0: you have to line up like the edges and stuff Uh like start uh, uh, yeah not stargate uh contact style oh yeah um, oh gosh
2: (laughs) what are you gonna say
1: um, yeah, it surprises me that they don't have more kind of like Smash Brothers, how you would level up the Amiibo, you know, yeah. like oh, yeah. that. there's not that like when you put the Metroid on, it doesn't like follow you around or something. There's not one of those characters that like has some kind of unique functionality in there that these all sound like things that they were sounds like very early level Amiibo stuff like, you know, three or four years ago where like we were going to put this in the game anyway. Right. And, oh, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll take yeah, it out. Yeah, like it someone was like, hey,
2: it. we need to come up with Amiibo stuff. Sound and test like, crap. That's like the bottom of the put list. Put concept like art on left. there. Oh, yeah,
1: I guess we could take the sound test out. <laughs> like, for those people that really like the soundtracks that are like...
0: <sighs> my problem with this is that, first of all, even in, in the, the scummy viewpoint of Let's still like let's have microtransactions. They're they're always there there's no fighting the future. It's they're gonna happen. Yeah. The fact is you still need to have unless you're going through legal means, you need to or shady means, I should say, you need to find an amiibo first. Mm-hmm. Then be able to buy it. So right. the scarcity of Amiibo compounds the problem of paid DLC or putting stuff behind a paywall. I can't even just, like, pay the price right. to get this content. Right. you right. got to find the dang thing, in the stores or online first. So this is probably going to make this become a problem to get some of these if they're not already sold out. The, so, the fact that it's, like, yeah, a difficulty mode in the Metroid market, it's like I
2: feel bad for someone who loves this game, and wants to play more of it, would love to go through another... Difficulty, difficulty but yeah. like can't afford to buy amiibo or can't find the amiibo, like or doesn't want a bunch of extra garbage around their house, like
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a drag. Even someone willing to to concede, like, I'll pay a minimal fee mm-hmm. to unlock this content. I will embrace this much of your new future. But now like getting screwed over, it's like, you know, ghost gotta go secondhand market, gotta pay X amount of times more. Okay, I'm throwing in the towel. And like you, you ruined this. Nintendo
1: has never gone back on that. They've never like been
0: like this thing that was exclusive to an amiibo. Right now,
1: six months later, now you can Not buy it. That I can't can recall. Can recall. Like I
0: mean, other game companies will do that yeah. with like pre-order stuff. Eventually, they put up in the shop. Yeah. Now, my my second issue with this is the, a lot of this stuff reeks of should have been in the game already, and or these are rewards for a Metroid game. That you should unlock for beating the game under certain conditions. 100% collection rate, you unlock Metroid 2 Art Gallery. Uh, you beat the game in under two hours, three hours, concept art gallery unlock. Mm-hmm. Complete it in under X hours with this much percent, right. you get difficulty mode because you proved you're good enough. You're they good can enough, unlock yeah. it. Like, this sucks. <laughs> I mean, maybe they just haven't announced it yet that these are going to be unlocked through those conditions. And I apologize for that information is out there. I was checking gaff. 15 minutes before we recorded, I saw nothing about these being clarified. I saw the only clarification I saw is that you need the amiibo and you have to beat the game on top of it to unlock these things. Like, sorry, this this, this sucks. Like, not not cool, Nintendo. Like, what, where are the old days of getting those cool post credits like images or little like cutscenes of? I mean. Sam is doing cool stuff, like, not all of it was... In some people's minds, it wasn't all cool. I mean, sometimes it was, like, getting her dressed down and stuff, which, you know, that's not the greatest thing, but there's potential there to do something cool, like a cool extra scene that might be more meaningful, like extra story stuff, or just a cool one-liner, like, thanks for playing or something with a thumbs up. Like, just that nice touch that's, like, a a staple of the classic, you know, gaming generations and years gone by, and, like, now it's, like, pay. Pay pay to buy this figure, Put it down, and then you can maybe see that stuff. Well, and the
2: weird thing with Amiibo from the beginning, that the the problem with this kind of stuff, and like a lot of pay stuff like this, is you want it to be cool enough to entice people to buy the thing, but lame enough that people don't get pissed that you don't get it anyway. And the, like, it's it's a no win situation. You can't you can't have both. I feel like you can't make a thing that's cool that justifies the purchase in-game without alienating people who don't want to purchase that or make it seem like that should have just been in the game in the first place. Unless, like, I think the route to go, honestly, that I don't think Nintendo would really do is joke stuff. Like, if you did have, like, a Metroid following you around that would, like, cause mischief or something, like, that isn't part of the game and clearly isn't part of the game. Like, that breaks the game, sort of. Stuff like that. That's, like, a feature that's big enough to be interesting but clearly a joke. You know, like a bonus joke or something? I don't. I mean, I don't know what a good example would be, but, like, uh, yeah, I don't know how to make it valuable without seeming lame, but make it lame enough that it doesn't seem valuable. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I feel like Breath of the Wild, aside from the costume stuff, was the chest would give you, like, item, like, in-game items. Like, yeah. nothing exclusive, like, it's still, okay, there was a chance to get exclusive stuff, but it was all costume or unique weapons, yeah. but most high percentages of the chest that you would open from putting X-Link or Zelda Amiibo on that pad would be, here's some more bomb arrows. Here's some more... Which is sweet. Which is cool. All right, cool. Bomb arrows are great. It's like a gift package. Like, here you go. Sorry, care package. Here's a care package. So in Metroid, like these energy tanks, maybe you're low on health. You put the Smash Brothers one on there. Or put the Metroid one, because in Super Metroid... You know, gave you all the power and stuff. Like, maybe full health. Like, okay, you're right. about to die or whatever health you're at. Use that Metroid once a day. Yeah. Boom, full health. Yeah. Like, you get a full health thing on there. Or the missile one. Like, it's perfect. Like, you put it on there. Full missile replenish or something. Like Basically, they become cheat, cheat codes. codes. Yeah. yeah, they, yeah. Which, is, which is fine.
2: Like, because then it's a choice. Like, I right. bought this cheat
0: code. Yeah. Like, that makes more sense to me. I would say, like, cheat code type stuff is the first level yeah. that is more acceptable. Cosmetic costumes that are just like zany and stuff that like okay that, like, that's so goofy that was probably never going to be in there right then i would put like you know costumes of like so, things that would be more believable like fusion suit that's, right. there's a history with that that has been yeah. unlocked before so that's something i could see is that could have been a reward for doing something in the game completing it and then galleries concert art gal- galleries music sound modes like that stuff it's just like, no, like, that well, that, that should really... There's no connection to the figure, too, thematically, yeah. you know? It's right. like, yeah. music test, like, how, how, yeah. what's that anything to do with to the do? actual figure that unlocks like, it? Like, maybe if, like, one of them had, like, a special orchestrated track, like, if you got the new ones, like, here's a new Metroid 2 oh, theme cool. reorchestrated. you only get to hear it if you put it on there. Yeah. But, like, oh, in-game. Like, oh, that's cool. Like, right. that was never going to be in the game, apparently. Yeah. Like, it's, like, this is a special version they made. For promotional purposes hey they put it in there that's cool like or like they
2: could do i mean this might be this is big but like they could do like how you know how the like grim fandango and um front full, f- full throttle uh mm-hmm. you can push that button and switch between the old right. mode and the new mode mm. you could have an amiibo oh. that does that like you put it on and it switches to the Especially old like mode. The classic
0: one like the various the old cool yeah like, like
2: that. Yeah. that could do something i don't know yeah that's a big to-do. Are, are, are,
0: are, are even parts of it, just like old like Game Boy-style like soundtrack version. Like mm-hmm, This goes back mm-hmm. to old music. Or even just changes Samus from the 3D new model to like a 2D ver- sprite version yeah. of what was in the original Game Boy version. Just pro- shifted to be the right proportion to fit the screen and stuff. Right. With that. Um, yeah, I... Yeah, this is, it just always gets me a little, like, angry about this. But when, Especially putting it behind Amiibo. I get Nintendo needs to justify... Give you a good enough reason, as you're saying, Ian. Like, right. you need something that people are gonna think it's cool enough to buy to, to justify buying these things. But at the same time, it then stinks for people who can't get them or don't want to pay for that. Right. Rather get them through other means. And it's just, yeah. no. And, I don't know. Amiibos and Toys to Life things that unlock things have always... Rub me the wrong way just a little bit more than straight up DLC purchases and microtransactions. Like those are bad enough, but this is like a step above that, and 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 they're
2: more expensive by far, generally. Yeah. Aw,
0: yeah. yeah. so. aw, But uh, yeah, we have definitely gone over. That, that, that's all I have oh, to chat for about this it. episode. There was a lot, a lot Nintendo. of good stuff there. So first, I want to thank you both for for joining me on this episode. Your first time on here? Thank you for letting me us. say more mean things about Amiibo. I appreciate yeah, it. <laughs> we'll get to. Uh, I'm waiting for that Animal Crossing episode, Jones. Oh boy! Oh, yeah. oh boy! Post mortem episode and uh,
2: Animal Crossing Skylanders. Yeah, wait and, for
0: and, it. <laughs> and uh, again, for those of you who, if you might have missed it at the beginning or skipped over it, uh, there's no last call this week. Uh, but in the future, when we when we do normally do them on a episode where we don't have jam packed. News filled, uh, two weeks worth of information to go over. Uh, we do a little segment called Last Call where uh, patrons who are five dollars and above get to submit their questions for us to, to, to answer. Usually, we just pick one question and answer it, but last time it was a little bit of a unique case where I just went through everyone's question and answered them. That's don't expect it to be the case, it's usually be one, maybe two questions. And uh, when we figure out what the next episode is going to be in the subject, I will put that out there as a patron post. Uh, hopefully, in the next two weeks, we don't have as much information to go over as this. Though, it's always a pleasure. I love this. I like having so much to talk about. It's like, yep, they, this, got to get it get it all in here. And we like to keep these episodes to as close to an hour. This one's, like, close to 90 minutes this time, so it went way over, but didn't want to cut any of that stuff. I actually cut a few things out, uh, like the something about, like, the new villain for Sonic, which we didn't talk about at all, which we're not going into. Had to cut stuff out just to kind of keep it some close some point close to an hour but anyway thank you again for being on thank you all for watching and see you next time on friend code